0: I kind just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times. I think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get it. this. That's a kid. That's a kid? That's a kid? <laughs> but at the same time, oh, we're gonna shaggle them in? We're gonna take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Breach. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Should he stay? Or should he? living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet earth to this sick show it's your boy the man the myth the hashtag legend in my own mind big day talking not only sports but news of all kinds also welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on anchor.fm spotify google podcast breaker overcast pocket gas radio public i also want to give a Shout out to all my sick listeners listening over in Ireland, Hong Kong, Morocco, Sweden, Mexico, and these United States of America. And yes, it is finally, finally my month to say, you are listening to the top show of the month of April 2021 on the weekdays here on the BGC Sports Network and also on the BGC Sports Network too. Well, while we were doing the overhyped, unofficial and slightly censored draft talk live at TJ's Catfish and Wings last week, a newsflash came through. And the newsflash said that Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers said, I'm sick of it. I'm doing enough State Farm commercials with Jake, the State Farm agent, to help me subsidize my paycheck to last me a while and to give me enough time to get out of Green Bay and get somewhere Else, Aaron Rodgers said that he is tired he's wanting a change and maybe he's wanting a change of scenery I'm not sure how many years that Rodgers has been with Green Bay off the top of my head but it's been a long time because Aaron Rodgers when he came in he took the place of one Hall of Famer Brett Favre, and he has become one of the NFL if not the top quarterback in the NFL next to the GOAT Mr. Brady in which he shall never ever ever surpass because time is running out on Aaron Rodgers and time pretty much has run out to try to get six No, seven super puffs. But Aaron Rodgers wants a change of scenery. He doesn't want to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin anymore. And on that day, last week, and as a matter of fact, big shout out to everyone who participated in the overhyped, unofficial, and slightly censored draft talk at TJ's Cat Vision Wings in Arlington, Texas. A big shout out to special guest, Mr. Chris Crosby, and comedian extraordinaire, Mr. Shed G, for stopping by. And of course, our homie, the legendary Coach Anthony. Chris, stop by making phenomenal predictions. On the NFL Draft We thank Coach Chris For stopping by And spending time With us Right here on the BGC Sports Network Let me get back to Aaron Rodgers Head coach Matt Lefleur, Or flower, Or is it LaFleur We'll just say Le Fleur As we use The reference from The movie Dodgeball On this one Those of you who have never seen Dodgeball It is one of the funniest movies Of all time I don't know if it's on Netflix Or HBO Max Or any of those Hulu, whatever I don't know But I know it is a funny Movie You definitely want to check it out. But let's get back to what we were talking about. Coach Matt LeFleur was not having a great day on last week when he found out that it was rumored that the reigning NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Coach LeFleur made it clear that he wants Aaron to come back to the Packers this season. And also, the team president, Mark Murphy, and general manager, Brian Gutkunstas. I'm guessing that's how you say his name. It's G-U-T-E-K-U-N-S-T, Gutkunstas. We got to find out a better way to pronounce that name. Gutst Bunst. Now, General Manager Guten. let's just say that. Brian Guten also stressed how important it was to make sure that Aaron Rodgers stays with the Green Bay Packers. But a report surfaced that Aaron will not return if Gootin's remains with the team. Aaron Rodgers will reportedly stay away from the offseason activities and hold out for training camp and possibly even retire. This is what a source told Yahoo Sports on Saturday. Murphy is aware of Rodgers' issues with Goten's dust, according to a report. And LeFleur, who has enjoyed a ton of success with Aaron Rodgers during the first two seasons as head coach of the Packers says he can't even fathom the quarterback not being in greenback Le Fleur told ESPN during the draft I can't even take my brain to that spot right now end of quote he said I just want to do everything in my power to ensure that does not happen I don't only love the player But I love The person So It looks like Green Bay is going to do everything they can To try to keep Aaron Rodgers there But Aaron said that he wants out Le Fleur Said that He loves working with Aaron Rodgers on a daily basis And the players In the locker room and the coaching staff He said, I'll always remain hopeful and optimistic and certainly will always welcome him back with open arms. Now, according to Yahoo Sports, the main point of contention involves the Packers-selected quarterback Jordan Love in the first round of the 2020 draft without informing Aaron Rodgers and he reportedly gave the Packers' front office the opportunity to recommit to him for the 2021 season and beyond. And Green Bay was reportedly (laughs) unwilling to commit to anything beyond a restructure of the quarterback's contract. Aaron Rodgers will reportedly (laughs) have To repay 11.5 million this year if he retires, and another 11.5 next year if he chose to stay retired. All right, let me put my two cents on this, Aaron. If you don't want to pay what did I say 11.5, 11.5, that would be 23 million dollars to the Green Bay Packers just to get out of that contract and you can retire and go about your business. If you don't want to do that then you know what? You need to stay right where you're at. Forget goodness. Forget Le Flair Go get your championship and your money. I know State Farm is probably taking care of you. You're one of the main spokesmen for them, but I don't think State Farm is giving you Green Bay Packer money. One thing about it, you can't mess with a man and his money. When you start messing with money, everything goes downhill from there and ain't no telling what's going to transpire. So don't mess with your own money, Aaron. Go on back Have another MVP year Try one more time To get a championship With the Green Bay Cheese heads. And get Joe Money Cause I promise you You talking about I gotta pay 23 million Back to you Just cause So I can retire no, 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 no. In the immortal words of Mister Dave Michaels, that you can hear on this station on the nines and threes, Monday through Friday, and on BJC Sports Network too on the tens and fours, Monday through Friday, in his own words. No, don't let them get over on you. You are the reigning MVP. You dictate what they need to do concerning you, the contract, and this upcoming year. So what? Don't show up to OTAs. Okay, it's all good. Keep yourself healthy. Keep yourself in shape. And then after that, go out and show us that you are absolutely that man. Go and show us you're that man. Go win another championship For Green Bay And then after you win the championship And your contract is fulfilled Then you know what Retire But don't 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 retire Owing somebody some money That's not even godly That's not That is not You know what that is That that would be mm, What's the word I'm going to use Lack of common sense to leave 23 mil on the table just because you don't want to play for Green Bay no more. Boy, times is rough right now, Aaron. Times is tough. I, I can best believe. You can best believe. We can best believe. want to leave that money on the table. That's too much money to leave on the table. And furthermore, you're way too good for that. So if you don't stay in Green Bay, then you better make sure your contract with another team because you ain't going to quit playing football. But your contract with another team adds up and surpasses that 23 mil that you might be leaving behind. But don't do it just because you won't out. Green Bay loves you. The, the, the fans love you. <laughs> Mister Lefleur says that he loves you. Don't worry about Mister Gutenkuts. You have the power. Aaron, use it wisely. all right When we come back, it's going to be potluck in that second segment, which means you have no idea what I'm going to say. You can't see me. So make sure you come back for segment two right here on this set show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part two of this amazing, stupid, and phenomenally top show of the month of April this sick oh you can now follow the BGC Sports Network on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at BGCSN1 and the BGC Sports Network 2 on Twitter at BGCSN2 and if you miss any parts of this show right here on the BGC Sports Network. You can now hear it directly after on the new BGC Sports Network too. Just go to Sports.net for schedules and for sports that's now twice as lit. We are the BGC Sports Network. All right. This happened a few weeks ago I did not get the opportunity to talk about it because we were dealing with the Derek Chauvin trial and Dante Wright and a whole bunch of other stuff but this is something that happened right here in Alito, Texas and it was on the local news local news covered it did their thing for that 15 minutes of Not fame but Infamy But for those of you who have not heard it I want to talk about it It seems that There was a snap Chat Group And they called it The quote-unquote slave trade and other titles were given to that Snapchat group which contained racial slurs. And in the chats, the students from Alito, Texas pretended to buy and sell their black peers according to the screenshots given to the four star telegram in one chat students wrote that they would spend one dollar on a classmate and a hundred bucks on another according to the screenshots and then that next week the Alito Independent School District announced it had disciplined students from its Daniel 9th grade campus After an internal investigation involving law enforcement found they had bullied and harassed other students based on their race. Now, the district's leadership condemned the incident, adding it would not tolerate such actions in the district west of Fort Worth that contains about 6,400 students. They said, quote unquote, there is no room for racism or hatred in the Alito ISD period. This was a statement by Superintendent Susan Boone, who shared this statement with the Washington Post. She also said, quote, using inappropriate offensive and racial Uh, racially charged language and conduct is completely unacceptable and is prohibited by district policy now the district did not share further details about the case including how many students were involved or how they were disciplined and the district has not provided details about the incident but local activists provided the star telegram with the screenshots of the chat's In addition to using racial slurs with words like farm and auction the group also had been named with the emoji of a black man a gun and a white police officer this was shown on the screenshots one student suggested a classmate would be better if his hair wasn't so bad. Excuse me. At least one student who was mentioned as being sold in the chats was later sent screenshots of the conversation. And one of his parents told WFAA this. Tony Crawford, an organizer of the Parker County Progressives, told the Star-Telegram that students mentioned in the chats were traumatized by this they said quote can you imagine what it's like for somebody to put a price on your head i cannot imagine the embarrassment and the hurt that the people you might be friends with are having that particular conversation and mark grubbs a father of the three former alito isd students told Ks, uh, KXAS he was sickened by the students action who do they think they are so what Grubbs said he was talking about the group participants what gives them the right to think they can do that to someone else Mr. Grubbs who is black said he had taken his children out of the district over the racist incident just say this because I can read this further and further and further and go into what was said by who and who shot John who did what and who didn't do what and what the Alito ISD ain't doing I can go into all of that but I just want to just simplify everything that I just read so that we all can have a basic understanding of what all is going on in the Alito area and the Alito ISD. I don't want to believe that the Alito ISD would sanction something like that. I, I believe the superintendent when she says they won't tolerate it. I believe Superintendent Bone when she says This will not be tolerated, period, point blank, end of discussion. I want to believe that those that participate in it were absolutely disciplined and that there was a severity of some sorts through the discipline, but can I just throw this out there? Can can I just cast this line out into the deep? This ain't like this behavior just came up. If you really think about it, if the students were raised to not be racist, If the students were raised It don't matter what color you are As long as you treat that person With respect And empathy We would not be Having this discussion right now There never would have been A quote unquote slave trade On Snapchat And This Shows The ignorance or the nonchalantness, chalantness, if I could say that. Or just this thing of, oh, we can say or do anything and get away with it. That, that this is indicative of the time that we're in right now. Racism had never went anywhere. It just went underground for a moment. But oh, when 45 got on the scene, good old 45, all of a sudden it started springing up like daisies across these great United States of America. And the impression was given that racism had went away, but no, 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 no. No, it didn't. It was just traveling underground where it was not noticeable until you dug deep. It's almost like a old rusty pipe that's down in the ground that carries sewage. You wouldn't know that pipe had ruptured and all the sewage was spewing out until it came up from underground and it started showing itself on the surface yeah great analogy big day because racism is nasty Racism is not pretty Racism stinks Racism need to be Done away with And it needs to be replaced Now I don't want to be Debbie Downer on this one But racism is is never ever Going to leave this planet For as long as our children are being subjected to it by the parents. I know some parents gonna hear this and they're gonna say, oh, you're way out of line. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know why I can tell you that I'm not out of line? Check this out. This this is deep. This is profound. You might learn a little something once you hear this when my youngest son Kevin went to grade school in Arlington he was a Hill Elementary Highlander I never taught him color I taught him to respect each and every individual as he would want them to respect him one day he comes home and he's upset and he's crying because some young man he invited to his birthday party and the young boy we're talking grade school now the young boy who was they were in the fourth or fifth grade at that time said he wasn't allowed to come over to a for lack of a better word ninja's house Because my son was black. Well, who told that child that in the first place? Because my son asked me, Dad, am I black? And I said, yes, you are. Why, Kevin? And we had to explain to him because of what that little boy said. So, if I could teach my child not to see color or race, you could teach your child the same thing. But it's your own prejudice that keeps you from raising your child colorless. Now, I know some african-americans out there and some blacks will say well you're just doing him a disservice by not teaching him a heritage." i didn't say i wasn't going to teach him the heritage that's not what i was saying but i didn't teach him to see the human race as a different color so when my son used to look as a child before this incident at other children he never saw color The fact that these Alito students more than saw color but offered racial slurs on top of it and talked about trading like it was a slave auction back from the 1800s. It says a lot about not only their character but the character of those they were raised by. Let me say that. It doesn't make everyone on the planet racist because that's what we do. We say everybody on the planet is racist against our particular race. That is not true. That is so far from the truth. Because there are people of many races who have been good to me and poured into my life, enabling me to bring you this sick show right here. And when I look at another individual, I don't look at your color. I look at the content of your character. I know you'll say, well you, you you ain't never said nothing to the You know what? I probably said some things back in the day when I was ignorant. But oh when I came to myself, I recognized there's only one race on this planet, and that's the human race. So I wonder, I just wonder. What sort of discipline was handed down to these young people who called themselves having a slave trade on Snapchat? But I can't fault the Alito ISD. But I can fault those who have poured negatively into those youngsters' life. Because if you've poured negatively into a youngster, you're going to reap what you sow. That's Bible. That's just a fact. That's just the way it is. With everything that's going on with the Derek Chauvin trial, we see the unrest, the social unrest. We see policemen still shooting and killing unarmed blacks, unarmed people of color with the PC climate, with the cancel culture that we have now. Wouldn't you think that The young generation that is seeing All of that right now Would say no 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 We can't do that Not in my house So Some of the blame Or some of the fault I don't want to blame but the fault May lie on them But honestly The blame lies On the one who raised them Hmm. When we come back, I got another potluck for you. You'll never see me coming. Right here on this sick show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more this six show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Wow! I feel good. Woo! I knew that I would not. Singer James. I feel good. I feel. I knew that I would. Good. good. In this third so segment. Good. this sick so you can feel good too would you like five hundred dollars for an address honeybee homebuyers are looking to buy houses that have fire damage anywhere in the df dub if you know of a house anywhere that has lots or even little fire damage Text Honeybee the address at 817 330 9532. That's 817 330 9532. Once they verify that this home has fire damage, you will get $25, no questions asked. Then, after they talk with the owners and they're able to buy this house, you will get a whopping $500. Bones So, nice. so text him you. the address At 817-330-9532 That's 817-330-9532 And get Joe Money You may ask Why Am I So Happy And my reply will be I just am. Actually, I'm very, very thankful. Very, very blessed. And I'm thankful for all those who prayed concerning the situation with my mom. We got to go to Cleveland, Ohio. To go see her, and she's doing a lot better. She's looking better and feeling stronger, and could be coming home any week now. So, don't stop praying. Keep it up until she gets home. And then, for those of you who want to continue after she's home, you're welcome to do that because prayers. Can get there faster than your physical body. So keep setting them up. As she keeps getting better, the happier my mama is, the happier I am. And the happier my wife will be. As a matter of fact, this month, of May this will be in a couple of days 26 years with my wonderful and beautiful wife happy anniversary no 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 happy 26th anniversary love of my life and many more to come we look forward to continue to get old together (laughs) I can say that after 26 years we look forward to continue to get old together That's not what I wanted to talk about in this last segment here on this sick show. I haven't talked about the MMA, the UFC. I haven't talked about them in a minute since Conor McGregor lost that last bout. But this is something that I saw and I wanted to bring it to your attention. And just to, you know, for my UFC fans out there you probably heard of Chris Weidman Chris Weidman was in a fight against Uriah Hall on last weekend Chris Weidman sustained a gruesome leg injury during the first round of the fight against Hall well a lot of people were calling it karma because they said and harken back to 2013 when Weidman was fighting against Anderson Silva and Anderson Silva sustained the same injury in that fight we're talking back in 2013 so people were saying because he was acting a certain way back then that karma karma is a mug Weidman's right leg snapped just 17 seconds into the fight after his kick was blocked by Uriah Hall UFC fans instantly went back and compared it to December of 2013 when his opponent Anderson Silva suffered that same injury Several of them took aim at Weidman saying he had celebrated the devastating injury. Weidman took issue with that. He said, anyone saying I celebrated when Anderson's leg snapped is entirely wrong. He said, I didn't know his leg snapped. I just thought I checked his leg kick good and he went down in pain which often happens in sparring. Painful for a short time, but gets better quickly, kind of like a body shot. He continued saying, after circling the octagon, I realized that he was in severe pain by his yelling and immediately went and checked on him and tried to console him. That's when I noticed him holding his leg in place and there was no happiness on my behalf from that point on. I then went and pushed security out of the way so his coaches could get into the octagon and he could have some familiar faces next to him during that horrific event. Weidman said in a separate tweet that the image of him consoling Silva appeared to have been forgotten because his fans were just looking for reasons to hate him because he just so happened to beat their favorite fighter you know I don't remember per se or recall him celebrating as the people would say because here's the thing when you're in that octagon your thought your only thought is Beat the other opponent To a pulp Your second thought Remember your training Your third thought Don't get knocked out So When Silva went down I could see Weidman like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah Because the fight was stopped And he won I don't see him and and, and and I took a look at it We're back It's not like he was celebrating the fact that his leg was broke He went standing over and talking about your leg is broke Ha ha ha, I broke your leg, you ain't nothing He didn't do nothing like that Injuries like that Happen all the time In mixed martial arts I mean, heck You're literally taking your Foot Nay Your shin And you're connecting With somebody else's shin And if their shin Is harder than your shin It's like kicking a brick wall I dare you, I double dog dare you to go out and kick a brick wall with your shin. Let's see who actually wins. It ain't going to be your shin. And the wall is going to be celebrating. Ha <laughs> ha! You didn't hurt me. He ain't going to be celebrating I hurt you. He going to say, you didn't hurt me. If a wall could talk the fact that this happened to Weidman, it can happen to anybody fighting, MMA, UFC, whatever, WWE. I mean, things happen. And if your body lands wrong or it it, it sustains a hit the wrong way or you you can pull something, you can break something, you could tear something, any given day, you don't even have to be in the octagon to snap your leg we saw Alex Smith in the NFL snap his leg dropping back we saw Teddy Bridgewater planting his back leg and it's snapping we've seen we saw Joe Theismann his leg got broken we just saw Dak Prescott his ankle turned on him and it was a nasty so I have to side with Weidman on this one I do not believe I do not believe that this is karma per se because I don't believe Weidman was Celebrating the fact that he broke Silver's leg. He, if he was celebrating anything, he was celebrating that he won. But nobody wants to win in that gruesome of a fashion. Nobody wants to see another person just broken in half. Nobody wants to see somebody else's life on the line. Even in boxing when people were beat to death back in the days, nobody wants to see that. And I'm sure Chris Weidman didn't want to see that. So all these people who were poking fun and saying, oh, uh-huh, you broke your leg because you laughed at silver. You you celebrated because you want to get silver back in 2013. Y'all need to stop that foolishness because that's not what he was doing. Men especially could tell you when your testosterone is extremely high you, you're not thinking about how you're reacting or responding to a certain situation that's not even you're just glad you made it out of the war alive you glad you didn't get knocked the heck out so, it wasn't a thing where Weidman was intentionally doing I don't think that he intentionally did it. Now, some of you may say, you may go back and look at it, and you may say, oh, he did it, yeah, look at it, he did it. Well, you know what? That's your prerogative. I'm just stating my opinion. Because, well, this is my show. So, you can take it or you can leave it. But nobody gets into that octagon with the thought of, hmm, I'm going to break that dude's leg. I hope he slips and falls and breaks his neck. Nobody's thinking that. Entering t- These guys are professionals. They are trained to take hits and deliver hits. They are well-prepared for little inconsistencies and things to happen. But I absolutely do not believe they go in with the thought pattern of, hmm, I'm going to break that person's leg or arm or neck so that I can win a fight. Wow. Come on. Chris is a better human than that. I I just want to believe that. I want to thank you for tuning in. Coming up next, Mr. Willie Epting Jr., the Hashtag Brothers of Baseball, him and Nat Turk going at it. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for tuning in to this Zip! Oh!